This podcast episode is brought to you by Coors Light. These days, everything is go, go, go. It's nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family expect you to be on 24-7. Well, sometimes you just need to reach for a Coors Light because it's made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's as crisp and refreshing as the Colorado Rockies. It is literally made to chill. Coors Light is the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Celebrate responsibly. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. Let's catch up. An NFL podcast with Taylor Bashotti And Sam Batesh. Where we talk about the biggest headlines in the NFL. So, Taylor, you know what? Let's catch up. It's been too long. Yeah, we really should. Blue Wire. Let's catch up, Sam. Yeah, you know, let's do that, Taylor. Uh, it's an NFL podcast. With Taylor Bashotti and Sam Batesh. Yeah, it is. Uh, now, we just got done seeing the Monday night football game between ooh, the Patriots and Jets. And it really didn't look good for the Jets. The Patriots once again confirmed that they are the team to beat in the NFL. But we have a different twist on it today. We're going to talk about the teams in the AFC and the NFC that we think could actually hold a candle to the Patriots. I'd like that. We should light a candle, in fact, for the podcast. Because I, I think that's a great term, light a candle. Because it's really come down to whether we think anyone could beat the Patriots. And it's funny, we were speaking before we even were recording is there a team we even think could actually beat the Patriots? And the answer is probably no. It feels like probably not. In this moment, it feels like probably not. But we're going to have some fun looking at all the teams in the AFC and the NFC who could at least not just stand a chance, but I could actually picture if I really close my eyes, I could see this team beating the Patriots. But remember, you'd have to close your eyes. I have to close my eyes. <laughs> to, like, to really see it, it kind of has to be a dream sequence. It's a little foggy, yeah. right? I mean, after seeing 33 to nothing, it's tough to actually picture an, a team next to them on the same field. But crazier things have happened. Crazier Look what things. we saw in, uh, in the 49ers game. We saw them getting wet and wild on the field. I thought that was a dream for a little while. That was your dream, which we will get to because the Niners are part of this conversation, Taylor. All right? Do yes. not... Do not let your mind go to that place. Okay, you stay here with me. You stay here with me because this is very serious. We're starting in the AFC, all right? So we're not getting to your Niners just yet. But I'd like to start with the team that I think actually would be the most interesting game against them. We both decided on the three, four teams. We have, we have two teams that we think could actually do it in yes. the AFC. It's the Ravens and Chiefs. And then there's that third spot, which we're going to put half, Col half Colts. Half Texans. Yeah, the Coltons. The Coltons. I don't know what I was going with that. I think definitely the Coltons. Uh, let, can we start with the Ravens? I think it's yes, the most Yes, let's fun. do it, especially uh, after their performance in Seattle. Uh, that was one of those stunning, defining wins of the season. If you're a Ravens fan, you'd like to say that your season is defined by that win in Seattle against Russell Wilson, who looked like an MVP. That was, that was an impressive effort from Lamar Jackson, really a historic effort from Lamar Jackson, another 100-100 game. I have confidence. I feel like you're not as confident about it. I'm just, again, closing my eyes, picturing it, and I can see this different formula to playing against the Patriots, unlike the Jets, who they see all the time, who they understand how to dissect and manipulate. I feel like the Ravens, even though what people would say is, oh, well, they take your best weapon and they eliminate it. I don't know. I mean, you've seen a lot of the Ravens. What do you I'm, think on this one? I'm optimistic. 
But I also know that any Ravens fan felt terrible two weeks ago after they played the Browns. That was not a pretty game. And so you see two different sides of this team. I do think that Marcus Peters is a Band-Aid on a bigger issue on the defense. But the defense did play a heck of a lot better this past week, obviously, against the Seahawks. They scored two defensive touchdowns. But if you look at the biggest problem there, it's the fact that they're not getting much pressure on the quarterback. So they were giving Russell Wilson a lot of time still on a lot of plays. And sometimes it's a little deceiving. When you look at stats, it's not necessarily the most fair statistic to look at. Because are you getting to the quarterback? Are you affecting the play by the quarterback? Are you altering the offensive line? I feel like the Ravens do create havoc as a defense. And I love the addition of Marcus Peters. I think even in the locker room, Marcus Peters is just the kind of guy you want in the locker room. You want his voice around your defense. And with Jimmy Smith out, he really helps Marlon Humphrey. Because before it was Marlon Humphrey was kind of like a one man band back there. And Marcus Peters makes a huge difference. So if the Ravens can get their defense to a better place, I think. Well, look, their, their secondary is playing better than it's ever played. Well, Usually the Ravens have a strong defense. I read this today, Taylor. Lamar Jackson already has 300 yard rushing games this season. The most any quarterback has ever had in one season is three. So he's going to break that record this season. I love the idea, like I said, of a different style, a different model going into Foxborough, that kind of a game plan. I could see it happening with John Harbaugh. All right, so that's that's the Ravens. Who do you have next up in the AFC, Taylor, that you could see? Close your eyes. Try to picture it beating the Patriots. Close them for Close a while. Them. I'm closing them. I'm closing them. I'm closing them. I'm trying to picture it. What do you think? I'm going I'm to go with the Chiefs. Okay. I think we're both going with the Chiefs on this one. They're probably my number one, maybe, yeah. only, only because I feel like I've seen it. I've seen something close to that last season. What do you, I mean, what do you what think What I about like the about the Chiefs is that their defense is stronger this year than it was last year. Mahomes is going to be out, but that's going to be for a couple of games, and it's not going to crush them. I think they'll still make it to the postseason. Uh I like the I like the Chiefs. Do I think do I think they're going to be able to get it done against the Patriots? Probably not. Well, I'm going to say this much. I've seen the Chiefs very close on the same field in an AFC Championship game in the situation where they could have eliminated the Patriots. And a lot of people argue, well, if they had gotten the ball in overtime, imagine how could you not let Mahomes get it in overtime? That at least was a game on an even field with the entire season on the line. Mahomes presents, like I just said about Lamar Jackson, unique problems and matchup issues for the Patriots. they are the best offense in the NFL. And they're still going to be. And Mahomes, who, by the way, was already ginger on his ankles, yes, now he's going to recover from both the knee and the ankles. When he comes back, he'll be 100%. That is the offense to me that I could see going toe-to-toe with the Patriots once again. These seasons are long. We try to base everything on what we see week mm-hmm. to week, just like you said. Two the weeks Ravens ago, lose yeah. to the Browns. You think the season's lost. They win in Seattle. Now we think they're capable of anything. I think the Ravens are really close to the team that we saw in Seattle. I think the Chiefs are really close still to the team that was hosting the AFC Championship game last year. And if D Ford isn't lined up off sides, so, that team goes to the let's Super Bowl. Go back to the Chiefs Patriots game in last year, the playoff game. And the Patriots, in both of our opinions, I think, only look better this year than they did last year. Okay, that's true, but that's also based on what we're seeing in the regular season. 
The Patriots, for what we saw over the course of the entire season, were clearly better than everybody, including the Rams, who we thought was a historic offense with the next new genius in Sean McVay, and they turned them into absolutely nothing. The Patriots are impressive every week and in the biggest moments, but if we're trying to choose somebody, I like the Chiefs formula. Now, what do you think? of the new show on a network not to be named the Coltons the Coltons the Coltons I like both the Colts and Texans I think Jacoby Brissett has done a great job filling in I like the Texans one thing that I really like about the Texans is their biggest issue coming into this season was their offensive line their offensive line seems to be getting better from week to week Deshaun Watson we know he's a very capable quarterback one of the best and then their defense is strong so really their biggest weak area was their offensive line but as we we've we've seen it's getting stronger and stronger so I like them I still really like the Colts but I don't think they're still in that third third spot for me I don't think they can get the job done okay then I will take the Texans on this one I've liked the Texans mostly because I said Deshaun Watson was going to win the MVP this season so I feel tied to that prediction so I keep chasing that if you will I didn't love what I saw out of the Texans on Sunday. You just mentioned that the Texans' offensive line has gotten much better this season. They'd gone two games without a sack. Of course, the Colts got to them twice on Sunday. I still think And look at what was happening to Deshaun Watson in the beginning. Correct. The first couple games of the season, he was getting... And... He was a pancake. And had Deshaun Watson not been, quote-unquote, in the grasp on an early touchdown pass, that game could have been entirely different as well. I still like Houston. My problem with Houston is this, Taylor. They seem to wilt in front of New England every time they've had an opportunity. I feel like Bill O'Brien has a much different team this time. I'd love to. I mean, Deshaun Watson's coming out party two years ago was predicated on an excellent game that he had against the Patriots and against the Seahawks. And so I have seen him play New England and go toe-to-toe. I could see it, but I feel like I've got to close my eyes a little tighter to see that one. So the Coltons are kind of out in this, right? I mean, if you think about it, don't you think that the team, I guess, I mean, you could look at it both ways, but if the Patriots defense is as strong as it is. Well, ask Sam Darnold how strong it was. (laughs) It was not pretty, right? The Patriots defense. He went home and he's wishing for Mono to come back for a little bit. (laughs) Can I go back to being sick? Can I go back to being sick? That was ugly. That was ugly. From the beginning, but but you hit it on the head. The Patriots You've got to find defense. a team that can get around that Patriots defense. So what's the answer to that? I don't know. I think that it always comes back to time of possession. If you can control the clock and if you can... Okay, so I mean, yeah. So which one of those teams could actually run the ball? I don't know that I'm really all that confident in any of those running games. And the but, 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 which team can control the clock the best with their running game? The Ravens. the Ravens. The Ravens. So why don't we wrap up the AFC with saying that we took a very long route to come back to the fact that we actually think Baltimore and PS, could be. Can Mark Andrews come back to his normal self? What was up with his three drop passes? I don't understand that at all. I really don't understand that. I was having like flashbacks of Jacoby Brissett and his butterfingers. Well, we're not talking fantasy fantasy right now, but in a real fantasy Jacob- team of mine. Mark Andrews has been quite special this season. Jacoby Jones, and by I the way, not loved- Jacoby Brissett. Okay. <laughs> That's okay, though. My bad. Look, we've all got Jacoby Brissett on the mind, Taylor. That, that's quite all right. He is the more I significant Jacoby. Brisket. True, although Jacoby Myers also featured prominently on Monday Night Football as well. So there are just Jacobys all over the place. We understand that. All right, so to the NFC now. You talked about the slip and slide game. 
But first... Uh, yes, I think, you know what, I know you've got a very important message for me, so please give it to me, Taylor. Indochino is founded on the belief that you don't need to spend a fortune on a custom wardrobe. Sam, every time you walk in here, I notice how amazing you look in your suit. Boom! Indochino is the world's largest made-to-measure menswear brand. They make suits, shirts, coats, and more. And everything is made to your exact measurements for a great fit. The best part is they're affordable. Almost all of their custom clothing is under $400. The process is simple. Choose your fabric, pick your customizations, and submit your measurements. Your package will be delivered straight to your door in two weeks. You can get measured and design your suit at your nearest Indochino showroom or do it all yourself online at Indochino.com. We know that's what I like to do. Start your style upgrade now with $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more at Indochino.com when entering Blue Wire at checkout. Plus, shipping is free. That's Indochino.com, promo code BLUEWIRE for $30 off your total purchase of $3.99 or more. An incredible deal for made-to-measure clothing. You really have no excuse any to wear to wear clothing that doesn't fit. It's very true, Taylor. And custom clothing, as you well know, is something I enjoy. We're talking head-to-toe custom. So listen to Taylor. Peep those tie-dyed sh- socks. How do you like these? Ali hooked looking. up the tie-dye blue socks. Pretty strong, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And they go with the whole outfit. Allie didn't show back up to come listen to our podcast That's okay. this time. I think we scared her off. No, I, I think she, look, she enjoys, sometimes the podcast is about listening and not watching. That's all right. That's part of it. You're right. Exactly. That's okay. So, NFC. We're talking NFC, Taylor. We're shifting from the fact that we said the Ravens could be the team that could take down the Patriots in the AFC. In the NFC, we should probably start at the top with the undefeated 49ers who won the ugliest game on the docket on Sunday. Or the prettiest. Well, I have a feeling you enjoyed some part of it. 9 nothing. I'll tell you this much. You know what was interesting about that game, Taylor? Not a lot. Of the, the slip the and slide? And sliding, yes. What was interesting about that game is that at 3 nothing, it still felt over and out of hand, like the Redskins never had a shot and were never in it. By the way, did you see George Kittle in the post-game press conference uh, Jimmy Garoppolo's up at the podium right. and George goes into the crowd and he's so like while the media is asking sure. him questions, Kittle's just in the crowd, just clowning him. And then finally Garoppolo calls him out and he's like, yeah, George over there made a few great plays. I like George Kittle for many reasons. I do like the fact that he's arguably the best hair? tight end in football. I love his hair and I actually love everything he's doing in going after the rock on social media. <laughs> the wrestling references have worked quite well, and now he's created quite a fan base within the wrestling community, which I think is just an excellent connection there. So I love the 49ers. I think they are one of the strongest teams to go up against the Patriots. But when you look at who they've played, they've had one big victory, and that's over the Rams. But it was a massive victory when yeah. you look at no, it, right? No, it's, it's a huge I mean, victory. the way they won but in they've Los Angeles. played Tampa Bay, Cincinnati, Pittsburgh, Cleveland, and Washington. You know, here's what I don't the like The strength about of schedule on those just isn't that... I'm not big on strength of schedule. You know why? Here's No, no, here's why, Taylor. You know why those teams stink in some small way? Because these one teams six, beat them. Right, I one know. sixth of the reason that that team is terrible is because they lost to the 49ers. The Niners beat them. That's part of why they're bad. Well, you can't so, deny the fact that the 49ers have a strong defense. We yes. love their front seven. Yes, we do. The front seven is exceptional. And we like the Niners for a couple of more reasons. First of all, we just mentioned it, Kittle. Also, Jimmy Garoppolo. Now, I'm not talking about Garoppolo for the reason you think I am. What about this factor? What about Garoppolo going up against his former team? Tom, that would be... I love I love the story. Regardless, just for the story... I want Niners and Patriots. Now, do I think the Niners can actually win that game? 
Do I think Kyle Shanahan is some version of a genius, much the way McVay was? I do. I also feel like Belichick what happened? Probably, what happened in Atlanta? That's what I was going to say. It's probably part of the reason I'm a little hesitant is that I think Belichick would figure it out against a younger head coach in Kyle Shanahan. But here's what I like about the Niners. They, much like the Patriots for some of this season, were winning without getting tremendous maximum effort from their quarterback. And I feel like mm-hmm. when you sort of save the quarterback and keep that yeah. at bay, a little bit of load management, if you will, you're winning in these unique and different Look, ways. they've got a strong running game. They've got a three-headed running game yeah. that I like. And we just talked about it. We think a team that runs the ball and controls the clock is, is the kind of team that could beat the Patriots and that defense. All right, so But there's still on. another team that I yes, like more. Give it to me. Who do you like? We also have the Saints, Packers, and Vikings. Okay. I'm going to say this much for purposes of this conversation. I don't think the Vikings should be in this conversation right now, and here's why. I think the Vikings are not going to win their division, and I think any team that's got a shot in the NFC to beat the Patriots obviously has to go to the Super Bowl, and I don't think the Vikings have a path to the Super Bowl if they don't win their division. I don't like what the Vikings looked like the first couple of weeks. The last three weeks, they've looked incredible. They've gotten their entire offense involved in Dalvin Cook, Stefan Diggs, Adam Thielen. All you have to do is just... All they have to do call is out call your out their quarterback and then you're going to get suggest it. that he's not worth the money. And all of a sudden you've got three incredible great games production. And it's true. And I think Dalvin Cook, again, is a control the clock kind of a guy. Mm-hmm. But I still think when it comes down to it and granted, they've got another game against the Packers. There is a formula for them to win the division. I'm going to hand for purposes of this conversation, the division to the Packers. So I think the Vikings are out. OK. Do you, I mean, do you agree with me? Do you I mean, could you yeah, really? I, think that I mean, the Vikings are in the, the Super Bowl. Team. I don't see it. So the Packers, let's go. With, what well, do you think of the Packers? Yes, I like the Packers a lot. They're a little depleted at their, the receivers are depleted right now. So that's their biggest issue. In terms of running the ball, they are able to control the clock and run the ball. And once they do get their receivers back, I think it'll look like a completely different team because you'll be utilizing Aaron Rodgers the way you did last week. And here's what's interesting about what you said. How many touchdowns did you have last week? Exactly. Five? You're right. 429 yards. You're right about what you said about the receivers. No Devontae Adams. Geronimo Allison was on a pitch count, basically. And yet, he threw five. Five. Ran another one in. Six total. But he had his best game ever because no Packers quarterback ever had a perfect passer rating, and he did that. And he did it with the depleted weapons, which again, to me, feels like... And it feels like something Tom Brady does week after week after week. Oh, Josh Gordon's not playing on Monday Night Football. Mm-hmm. Big deal. Here's Jacoby Myers. Here's Sony Michelle all day. They, he, yeah. they find ways with the other guys. And all of a sudden, okay, Valdez Scantling is now a massive playmaker for the Packers. I like that. That to me shows me that Rodgers has that gear in him much like Brady. I could see the Packers. I'd love to see Rodgers, Brady in a Super Bowl clearly and especially this version of Rodgers which might be saved a little bit for the postseason again they're winning LaFleur has them winning in different and unique ways Mm -hmm. and you said at the running game Aaron Jones and Jamal Williams Mm -hmm. have been running the ball very well for them all right so now let's hit the last one then the Saints Saints five and oh with Teddy Bridgewater at quarterback they didn't have Alvin Kamara or Breeze on Sunday and they still managed to beat a good Bears team. Am I allowed to say TBD on the Saints? Yeah, you want to see what it's like once Breeze comes back. I, I don't have... It's like I close my but eyes I mean, and try to picture it. It could it only be I don't better know. when Breeze comes back. You would think so, 
But is there some and part so of this formula that doesn't involve? And so now you just know that Latavius Murray is extremely productive, and then you're going to get Kamara back in a week. I just, I, there's some part of me that sees them as a more formidable foe without Breeze. Is that possible? I'm not saying they're better overall without Breeze. I just like something that's going on with this team. Without, I, him. I don't think that you're better without Breeze. And, I just and not think in that a, and, and Teddy Bridgewater's done an amazing job, but Breeze is the quarterback. Probably, and again. In a game where you're going up against Brady, you want Breeze on the other side. Right. Clearly. I guess maybe I have that. I'm, I'm affected a little bit by what I saw from the Eagles two years ago, who did beat the Patriots with Nick Foles. There was some weird part of the formula that involved the Patriots maybe taking it for granted that the quarterback wasn't going to be the issue. And that part of Belichick that always knows what to go after as your biggest strength, when you take away Breeze... Now it's like there's a little more mystery to what the number one aspect is that you want to take away. That's all. I think maybe that. So would wouldn't be a that be advantageous if the longer the breeze stays out because yeah, then you're they right. Won't then know the game plan. That's that's another good part of it. Okay, I love that. I think that's fascinating. Now before we move on here, so we've gone through all our teams. Who would you say overall? Then now that we've really laid it out for all of the teams we think are contenders, if you put a one off with them and the Patriots, who's your number one? If you had to pick one right now. Packers for the NFC. Okay. Ravens. Maybe I'm slightly biased for the AFC. I wouldn't have said this two weeks ago. That's fine. I like it. See, I like... It's kind of like a middle school relationship where your emotions are like... Who do you like? One, two, three? Yeah. Okay. Who do I like? Goes down, up, down, up. That's fine. I'm going to say... Actually, I'm just going to say Ravens. Who do I like? Ravens. That's it. I'm going just Ravens. That's it. I just think that it's the most interesting. My favorite matchup would be... What do you want from me right now? Garoppolo versus Brady would be fun. Brady versus Rodgers would be what I want to see most, but I'm going to say the Ravens. All right, before we move on to something that I might have a little something to say about, it was a game that was played on Sunday night, but I, I really don't want to I talk know. about it. We don't, have to, we don't even have to talk Let's about it, do it. we? I don't even think we want to talk about it. But R.I.P. Dak. Scrolling through every app and visiting every website on a daily basis is impossible. That's why I subscribe to Axios Sports, the best free daily newsletter in the land. Taylor, you know all about this because we both use it. Axia Sports is a modern sports page delivered directly to your email inbox. When you sign up for free at sports.axios.com, you'll get the best stories from the NBA and the NFL. You'll even get cricket and ping pong and everything in between. Axios Love my sports. ping pong updates. I, those are fantastic. Sports.axios.com, A-X-I-O-S. You'll be all caught up and you'll be the friend sharing an amazing link with your buddies. Sign up at sports.axios.com. Join the 100,000 sports fans who get caught up on the day before it even begins. Best of all, no paywall, no subscription fee, nothing. Free, curated sports content delivered directly to you. Try it for free at sports.axios.com like Taylor and I do every day. I've said it before. This is Postmates for sports producing. Do nothing, get everything. That's what I love about Axios. All right, Taylor, I'm going to ask you this question because I don't even think it's really worth talking about, but did you just... How did you feel about the Cowboys-Eagles game Sunday night? Did it make you feel any sort of way about Dak Prescott and the Cowboys? I mean, he looked great. What do you want me to say? You were upset. I'm not going to rub it in. No, no, you don't have to rub it in. No, this is not rubbing in. This was very much for me. I was caught in between emotionally in this game. No, you weren't. Well, as you, you wanted know, the Eagles okay, to yes, win. Come I, on. I, because of how I was raised, I wanted the Eagles to win. But... You've heard me many times talk about it. I'm addicted to watching Dak Prescott. And there's part of me that gets caught up game. Yeah. in how he plays week to week. I'm always watching the Cowboys play. 
they were not good against the Jets, even though he brought them back in that game. And I had a feeling that he would be good once again against the Eagles. And he was. And granted, a lot of people will say, well, it wasn't Dak because, again, defensively, they got the turnover on the Dallas Goddard fumble. Mm-hmm. Then Wentz fumbles the next drive, and they're up fourteen nothing in the blink of an eye. But if you look, I'm convinced at, that Ezekiel Elliott is a difference maker. Well, in that Cowboys offense when they play when they play the Eagles, I'm glad you said that because I went are you back glad that much. I said that? I am. You know why? Because they have now played each other seven times in the Dak Wentz era. These two teams have played each other seven times, but two of the games we will throw out because they were at the end of a season that neither team cared about. The first time they played, the Cowboys were on their way to the one seed. They didn't need the game at the end of the season, so that doesn't count. And the next year, the Eagles had the one seed tied up, and they didn't need the game at the end of the season when they played the Cowboys. So we'll throw that one out. So five head-to-head games, Dak has won four, and Wentz has won one. And the one that he won, no Zeke. There you go. So you're absolutely spot on with that, Taylor. And I'm sorry, maybe that's why I'm addicted to Dak because I watch him so intently against the, the Eagles. Eagles. Do have one of the best run defenses up until they played him. Yeah, they've played very well, but of course they allowed a hundred and a score from Zeke. I'm not going to say that I'm that that it was about Wentz or that it was just about Dak, but there was something about the Eagles and Cowboys. It is lopsided, and we don't think that because the Eagles in this span won the Super Bowl, and of course the Cowboys didn't, and the Cowboys have won the division though. Two of the three years that Dak has been with the Cowboys and Wentz has been with the Eagles. And that's because the Cowboys have won the games against the Eagles and the Eagles aren't doing it. That's four straight. The Cowboys have beaten the Eagles. And Sunday night wasn't even close, Taylor. No, it wasn't. It was a blowout. It was not close, not for a moment. I'm going to say it was the most embarrassing game in the Doug Peterson Carson Wentz era. Uh, I could probably say that without a doubt. It's a rivalry game. It means everything. Your season's your season's not on the line. Didn't but both they lose teams to are three the Falcons and three. this year? Here's the Eagles season in a nutshell, Taylor. You want to try to explain what the Eagles are? They've given the Packers their only loss. Wow, Eagles are great. They're also the Falcons' only win. Wow, the Eagles are awful. This league is nearly impossible to predict week to week. All right. It's a middle school relationship. It is. Who do you like? One, two, three. All right. So we're done with all that. I've gotten it all out there. I feel much better. Thank you for allowing me that. I feel yeah, better. Yeah. No, I feel cleansed. I really do. Good. Thank you for reminding me Just about Just come Zeke. over if you ever need any cleansing. That's it. Absolutely. All right. But let's, let's play yay or nay. Can we please? So how do we play this game? I always forget. We make a statement and then we say what again? Yay or nay. Okay, now I got it. Thank you so much for that. Would you like to start this game or would you like me to tee you up first? You go ahead. Okay, I'm teeing you up here. The Chiefs, Taylor, much like the Saints, will not lose a game without their starting quarterback, yay or nay. I'm going to go nay because they played the Packers, Vikings, Titans, bye. I think that they could get their first loss. They're going to be without Mahomes for three games, and the first one is the Packers, so that doesn't seem very likely. All right, give it to me. What do you got? Kirk Cousins has proven he's worthy of his contract. I'm going to say yay on this, and here's why. He is the best-rated passer in the game since week five. A little birdie came down and gave me that little nugget. Yeah. Uh, but he, he has played spectacular for three he weeks has. in a row. Since he's been called out, in a row. since his receivers decided we hate it here, we went out of here, everybody's getting along, Cook is cooking, they look 
special. They look different. They look like a team that's got it on both sides. They've of the done ball. a good job of splitting up uh, how much they're throwing the ball, then how much they're running it. They've gotten a distributing bunch, it yeah. perfectly. Yeah, and and by the way, eighty four million dollars. Everyone gets caught up on the contract. I don't know why the number doesn't seem that high anymore. Right, eighty four million. Eh. I mean. Yes, I wouldn't mind it, but it doesn't seem outrageous yeah. to me for your quarterback. I'm fine with that. All right, what do you got for me? Oh, no, I'm teeing you up. Sorry. Aaron Rodgers, Taylor, is the best quarterback in the NFC, yay or nay? Yay. Absolutely? Absolutely. Russell Wilson, out of this conversation? Russell Wilson's having a great season. I think that Aaron Rodgers is more dynamic. He's got a stronger arm. Your I like, guy, Russell I like Wilson? Aaron Rodgers. Your guy, Russell Wilson? Uh-huh. Okay. Okay. All right. Jimmy Garoppolo? No? What kind of question are you asking here okay, again? Right, the best going, or I the like cutest? It. No, I like it. You're going with Aaron Rodgers. That's a good one. I'm taking Aaron Rodgers All for right, the best. fantastic. What do you got for me? The Rams are now a playoff team. I'm going to say nay. Wow. I like Jalen Ramsey a lot. It was a nice bounce back game. I'm not even going to say, oh, it was just Atlanta. I think a game on the road in the NFL is meaningful, and that was, and they mm-hmm. certainly put that game. It was not a contest. They absolutely smashed him, but... Look at the path the Rams have to take to get there. There's a lot of teams they got to get through. They look like the third best team in their division right now. And there's a lot out there. If we're talking about the Vikings being a playoff team, how do you get in? I'm willing to say that the NFC East is only going to send one, but I'm sorry. Even the Cardinals aren't an easy out right now. The Cardinals yeah. are playing very well. I don't think the Rams are going to the playoffs. I don't. Okay. All right. How about this? You're going to love this one. Your Colts are the best team in the AFC South yay or nay i'm gonna say nay right really? now i think the texans are okay that's interesting because you chose the colts to win that division I did. but i like your very level-headed mind on this one mm-hmm. that's good no okay that's smart i i actually think so Am I, it's level-headed because i'm now agreeing with you yeah is that what is makes that, it level-headed it's pretty easy right <laughs> thanks for agreeing with me but i do i actually i i think the texans are the better team I don't think they were on Sunday, but I think the Texans overall are the better team there. All right. Kyler Murray is indeed the best rookie quarterback this season. Uh, I'm going to go with yeah, this season. I'll go with yay this season. I actually think Daniel Jones over the long term could end up being the better quarterback. I don't know how sustainable this formula is for Kyler Murray. I think it's interesting and it's working with Cliff Kingsbury, but I'm not so sure. That's what so they said about sure. Lamar too. True. It's very true, but I, I think Daniel Jones, there is something special we saw in those first two wins for Daniel Jones mm-hmm. that I, I'm not sure the play calling with Pat Shermer. I don't know exactly what happened on Sunday, but I think long-term, Daniel Jones could end up to be the more successful quarterback in this league. All right. But you think that Kyler is yeah. the best rookie quarterback? Best okay. rookie quarterback this season? Absolutely, he is. Kyler Murray is special in a different way. He's a different kind of athlete, and we're seeing that this season for sure. And he's better, and he was better head-to-head. All right, Taylor, we're going to finish strong here. Lamar Jackson is the next Russell Wilson who he beat on Sunday, yay or nay? Nay. Nay? Lamar Jackson is the next Lamar Jackson. Oh, that's a good one. That's a good one. I was going to say it's tough to compare to a Hall of Famer, obviously, but I like what you did with that because he really is. He is is special. special. He's different. He wins in unique ways. And the moment— And he's a leader, and he's a player's player— Yes, no, the guys rally around him. What was the best moment of the weekend, I thought? Social yeah. media-wise, the best moment of the weekend, the Ravens tweeted it out. They went out for it on fourth and two, and Harbaugh's like, you want to go for it? And he's like, let's go for let's it. Go let's for go for it. Let's go for it. His yeah. energy is infectious. It, he didn't even skip a beat. Absolutely. Well, Taylor. His confidence. I, I enjoyed that. I enjoyed it a lot. 
let's catch up again this week. We should do that. I think we'll definitely let's catch up yeah. again. Hopefully we won't have as many troubles as we had tonight. I, I enjoyed this. We'll talk about our troubles on the next podcast. But tweet us, Facebook us, Instagram us at Let's Catch Up or at Taylor Bashotti and at Sam Batesh. Yes. And, and tell us what you want us to talk about. On Instagram at Let's Catch Up NFL and Crazy Cousin Jack had a lot of thoughts this week as well. And I know he was adding We love Jack. We love we love how he asks us to talk about certain things and we try and get it in there. That's why he's the sniper. All right, let's he's catch up. The sniper.